Hello from all around the world and welcome to the Crazy About Crypto Show, an interactive live podcast on Twitter Spaces for anyone exploring crypto and wanting to learn more from others that have already dived into the space. From NFT artists to savvy crypto investors to everyday people just like you and I, this is a place where we can come together and learn about this new wave of innovation. I'm so excited for today's guest, a former Major League Baseball player with the White Sox, Dodgers, and Braves, and a pioneer in the NFT world who was awarded the 2020 NFT of the Year Award and continues to envision a more positive, inclusive future for all with the creation of his series, Aku World, which currently has a piece being auctioned at Christie's Auction House and ends in three days with a current high bid of $24,000, Micah Johnson. Welcome to the show, Micah. No, thanks for having me. I'm really excited uh, for you to stop by. So the whole purpose of this podcast really is just to um, just to hear from pioneers in the space and uh, for people that really haven't even dived into the crypto scene yet or are just getting started to learn from us. Um, and so my first question, I always start with the same question for everyone, which is just what initially got you interested in crypto um, and were you into cryptocurrency before the digital art, or was NFTs what really drew you into the space? Um, no, I think it was NFTs that really drew me into it. Um, I got in in late 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, you know, looking at crypto, back, and back then there really wasn't too many, you know, articles out about NFTs. I mean, very few crypto art. Um, and so just started like looking around discord and, and, and learning a little bit in discourse and going down the path there. And, um, just really loved it immediately when I came into the space. Um, just the way I could ask questions and, and people were willing to help. Was there any, um, was there anyone in particular that really kind of helped get you started into the space or was it just kind of you on your own journey learning about the NFTs? You know, I mean, there's there's several, but there are several. I mean, one person that I'm still close with today, you know, uh, Jimmy. Um, you know, he he really he was the first collected my he collected my first works that I ever released, and you know, helped guide me in the right direction. And just from a, a technology standpoint, I'm glad I met him early on because he was able to show me, you know, really the possibilities, you know, underneath, you know, um, the the asset that represented the token. And really, you know, taught me what was what was possible w- within the space and within you know the technology that existed underneath, you know, NFTs. Yeah, and you at this point, I mean, you are, um, you've already done your your uh, deep dive into the space, and you really understand the power of this new technology. But how would you explain an NFT to someone just getting started, or uh, what attracted you to like this technological development initially? Um, for me, it was more about the fact that it, it wasn't really about the technology at start at the start. It's more about the people that were willing to engage with you know my art and and you know answer questions. Mm-hmm. Um, that was really what what started it for me, just because I had never had an opportunity to learn about other professions other than baseball um, before that, and so here I was, you know recently retired from baseball really trying to learn about you know what was my next step in life and and all these people were so smart and, and they were answering questions and that's what really got me into it 
That's awesome. So these, uh, so some of the collectors, like Jimmy, did he reach out to you initially and was like, "You really need to look into this space to get your, you know, to take your art to the next level." Was that, um, or did you start kind of dabbling in, and then he kind of found you and helped guide you through it? I don't know. I think he must have reached out. You know, Twitter. Uh-huh. You know, Twitter. People were reaching out on Twitter when you know I came into Super Rare, and that kind of led to Discords and you know, late night bothering people trying to get my <laughs> questions answered, you know, um, that's really how it started. Right on. Um, for, so for the people that haven't heard much about NFTs, can you give like a 20 second elevator pitch? How do you explain what an NFT is to someone that is like, what is going on, um, with all of this new digital art? Yeah. I mean, what, you know, Digital art is just, in my opinion, just a subset of NFTs. Um, and really, what NFTs are is the is the the ability to, to prove ownership and authenticity and um, verify really um, a digital or physical asset. Mm-hmm. You know, I think what what you see a lot of times is is represented as as, as art, but um, it can come in any form you know um artists and and creatives have been you know leading the way but then there's going to be you know things that come in the future that i think can would make sense as an nft like i think the covid vaccine card the fact that that's not an nft is wild to me (laughs) yeah no i mean i think for anyone that's been in the space um at least a year or two starts to really see the potential of what nfts can do at a broader scale and i think art is kind of just like where we've jumped off the diving board but we haven't as a society it's like until we get the right people on board there's so much more that can be done with this technology yeah exactly exactly it's so early it's super super early I mean, um, I imagine a world, you know, where everything, is, the, anything that needs to be recorded, if it can be done in the blockchain because it's so much more efficient. Yeah, I mean, the fact that, you know, it's just more efficient, 100%. The, the, I keep on going back to the vaccine card example because, you know, we get the vaccine and, and we're supposed to be able to, you know, live our lives like we used to, but, you know, that card is you know, you can lose the card, you know, it could be, you can mm-hmm. forge the card and people just don't trust the card. And now we're back to, you know, mass mandates because, you know, people, it's a whole thing. And it's like, well, what NFTs on the most basic of levels solve for is, you know, you can't hide what's in your wallet, you know, so we can really, should be able to access people's wallet, read people's wallets and say, okay, yep, you're vaccinated, et cetera, et cetera. You know, yeah. it makes life, it makes life easier. Yeah. And I think, um, I mean, it's it has been promising the last year, seeing some more regulation coming into the space. I think that is what ends up leading to um, people being able to develop more without fear and get the right people into the space. Um, but there are there's still some false narratives. People don't always understand. They especially with digital art, some people still have like this false idea of you know you don't really own it, or you know I could just copy and and save that. Um, what are when you talk to someone um, that is new to the space or people that don't really know what's going on? Do you overhear any false narratives about like what blockchain or what this new technology is like that is just like not true? Um, and I, not really. I mean, I think people 
what's so interesting about Aku is it's a very palatable project in the sense that people relate it to, you know, film and TV, right? And they understand that, okay, like, um, you're saying I can get access to, let's just say, uh, early premiere or a movie trailer, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's a that's a palatable use case of of what NFTs could do. So like I kind of talked to him about that, and that's really what the angle of the conversations are usually about. Is is the 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 way that people can be rewarded and the way that NFTs can be distributed. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think that's the that's where the conversation it, it comes to me. Yeah. So I had Matt Caesar on the show, um, and we talked a little bit about your guys' collab. Um, on nifty gateway and uh and talked about the george floyd piece um we i wanted to ask you about kind of from from an art perspective was um aku already something that you were working on uh prior to kind of that drop which was um earlier last year uh kind of when did aku start um to become like a vision and start like that roadmap of building that out well the roadmap of from the aku we know today you know we started getting built out in december uh november december of 2020 mm-hmm. um but like i tweeted yesterday like an early like you know animation of the message and the message has always been the same you know even in my in my physical paintings but looking at it from the perspective of you know a a really you know tv film and like a character that you know lives beyond um you know nfts or lives beyond you know my paintings you know you know that's really it was so interesting that's that's an ever evolving thing like i never you know expected to to to, to, to get this film up and going in you know the time that we did and so that move right there allows us for to more innovation to happen you know um and yeah so, so like you know what i mean so like with the film being announced and, and that going in uh to production and all that like now we can say okay now we can start working around that framework right mm-hmm. is that like the end goal so it's, that's what's so special about about nfts is it's, it's forever evolving it's, it's forever allows for innovation I love what you said about, I want to get into Aku's world a little more later. Um, I want to, before we do that, I want to talk just kind of about, um, like you said, your art has always kind of gone in the same direction, your paintings, kind of your vision uh, for what you want to create. I'd love for you to just kind of talk about that before Aku even was, um, you know, before the roadmap of Aku really continued on. Um, just chat with us for for a moment about kind of the, what, kind of your artistic journey is like and what you what you love to paint and put on canvas yeah for me it's um you know it all started back when i was painting my my nephew in an astronaut helmet right and i was just showing it to him and and then you know at that same time that was uh it was that february march 2020 um i found my style which was really the charcoal and oil painting um and it was just the the perfect timing of everything because now I felt like I had a message that I wanted to get out to the world and I had a style that I wanted to get out into the world. And so for me, painting, I always loved painting from, you know, when I first got introduced to it in 2016. Um, and, and, and so from there on out, it's like I want to paint, you know, 
young African-American kids and, and feel like and give them this sense of like empowerment so they can see themselves or somebody looks like them, you know, on these massive canvases and these galleries. Um, and so that's really like a lot of my work. And I started, you know, deviating from, you know, the astronaut helmet per se and, and most of my works and just um, started exploring other dreams. Because um, I think the helmet for me represented a, a symbol and not necessarily like, you know, an astronaut helmet, you know, literally, but a symbol of this unattainable dreams. So I started exploring with other subject matters. Um, and really, that's kind of like, that's really the start of it all. Yeah. For people who haven't heard of kind of the story of your nephew, can you go, can, can you chat on that for a second? Yeah. I mean, that, that, that was, you know, before that, you know, as a creative, you're always wandering and, and you need to find, I truly think you have to find like some cohesive message that you want to tell in your work or cohesive style. And up to that point, I had nothing. And, and, and you know, um, around March, you know, I heard my nephew ask if astronauts could be black. And at that time, I had no representation, or no, you know, audience or anything of that nature. And so I was just making canvases in my garage, and, you know, painting him and sending him pictures of, of, of himself in the astronaut, you know, outfit and, and helmet and, and seeing his reaction. And that really like motivated me. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of gave me this sense of, you know, pride that I was doing something that, you know, not was bigger than me. And, and at that time, all I knew was baseball and baseball by far is one of the, you know, one of the more, you know, I would say selfish, but like, you know, it's just you out there. Mm-hmm. And now I felt like I was doing something and I just had this feel, this rush come over me. Um, and I felt like this was, the, this was, this was, this was what I was meant to be doing. <laughs> I mean, I, um, I was an educator for 12 years. Um, and I, I just really, as soon as I heard the story about, uh, what you were doing with the painting and with Aku's world, I was really drawn in to, um, your work. And I, I think, I think it's uh, a message that it's, it's gotta be something that every time, um, you know, when you have a family member that has asked that question, like, can, can an astronaut be black? Like that's, and we're living in 2021 in like this digital era. It just, it makes you realize that how, how, uh, we're not far separated from even like the civil rights movement. And I mean, this is something that we're still battling, trying to fight for equality and, um, just like an inclusive society. Um, I, I just can't imagine how, how dis like discouraging that is uh that feeling like your nephew even had to ask that question i imagine some of the journey from um from where your paintings have kind of gone since then is just probably always top of mind um tell me a little bit about like uh have you do you talk to youth a lot um ever since that what are some of this like social missions that you've been on since like this new like you're able to really make it like your life's goal now that Aku's world is developing. Um, what do you hear kids saying? Do you hear, do, when they see this, does it, does it give them that motivation? Are they starting to see like, you're right, I can do whatever I put my mind to? Yeah, I mean, what it, what it shows you is just how important representation is. And, you know, like, my nephew was really young then, and, you know, he was probably not aware of the other black astronauts that existed, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But, but what is important about you know, Aku in the sense is yet, yeah, you know, it's, it's an, it's in a language that kids, you know, um, see every day and that's, you know, animation. And 
you know, I think that was really what was important. I kind of like where I saw the, 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 the need to shift from, you know, focusing on paintings to get my message out to the world. Cause like at that time, you know, even today, my paintings are collected by a lot of private individuals that, you know, might not ever, you know, showcase the work, et cetera. And so what, it, what I really saw was the need for representation. And uh, fast forward into November, um, when I created Sovereignty um, with the two boys, and, and, and um, you know, I, I had this whole astronaut outfit, this whole astronaut, you know, replica, highly, highly, like, uh, detailed, you know, astronaut suit. And one of the first, you know, questions I asked uh, one of the boys was, um, do you want to be an astronaut? He says, I'm not smart enough to be an astronaut. And then, you know, you know, this young boy, again, felt like he had limits. You know, this astronaut idea was so unattainable, you know. Um, and then at the end of the day, after we get done, you know, shooting and, you know, they're trying on the helmet, like, you could just see just, like, just the joy and the confidence. And then we follow up on that. And, you know, they're saying, he's sending me paintings of him painting and things like that. And it's just, it's just the little things like that that, um, I kind of think about every day mm -hmm. um and as i kind of like as i wake up every day i mean I'm, i mean right now it's just full on how can i build this message out and get it further and get it further and further etc mm -hmm. until it just has you know lays of its own um and then i think that it could be really special yeah i'm let's i want to really uh get into aku's world more um because i think that's like where the massive your massive journey ahead is and just i imagine for years and years this just continuing to build out and it's just like you were saying initially um kind of the evolution of what blockchain allows and where nfts are going it's uh it's bigger than we really um, can even comprehend right now. It's hard for us, to, it, like even at the beginning of last year, you probably, like you said, like having the movie starting to come together, just the rapid pace that the development is possible um, is so cool. And so I wanna talk about that a little more. If you're just joining us on Twitter Spaces, please uh, retweet so that we can get as many people here as possible. I put that we're live now. So let's get as many people to hear the story of Aku's world and kind of where it's heading. Um, so I'm a huge fan of Aku's world. I think I've told you I got the the statue that you guys you um, that you have the sculpture. I'm really really excited to get that. Um, for and you've kind of already have touched on what Aku's world is, how it started with kind of this, this belief and like this message that you wanted to share with your nephew. Um, what's the long-term goal of Aku's world? Yeah, I mean, I appreciate the support, man. I love it. Um, for, you know, for, 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 for me, the, the long-term goal is simple. It's just to be able to prove that anything is possible and, and get Aku out there. Um, and, and just try to reach as many people as possible at the same time building out kind of infrastructures underneath that allow, you know, people from all walks of life to be able to participate in, in, in the evolution of Aku. Uh, I think it's one thing to create a, a cool character with a great message and turn it into a movie, um, you know, and do the whole flywheel of video games and product, et cetera, et cetera. But I think it's another thing to try to do that and allow the you know everybody to participate in it mm -hmm. 
And I think that's what blockchain allows that maybe didn't allow me prior to this, which is, you know, accessibility to people all over the world, you know, yeah, um, from from play to earn gaming. You know, I think you see what Axie Infinity is doing um, for people, especially during the pandemic. Um, I think that's kind of like where I see this long term is as it grows and, and as people continue to come on board, um, people can participate in, in, the, in the expansion of, of, of the whole franchise. You know, uh, I think it's interesting. You, I mean, you had talked a little bit about this already, um, about like after you got out of Major League Baseball, trying to figure out like, what's my purpose now? What do I want to do with my time? And it's just interesting. It seems like time and time again, the people that I've already had on this show, it's always very similar that everyone that gets into the NFT community is just, it's really like the mission and the vision and what they see and what they want to do is like bigger than themselves. It's like a very common thread that I'm noticing is always people that want to get in this is not, it's not just like, is the people that make it, I should say, it's very, it's it's not as selfish. Like you were saying, like in a locker room, it's not about like getting the limelight. It's, it's more about like, I want to, I want to get this message across. I want to give people uh, trust. I want to make people feel confident. And so I, I just want to ask because seeing you and Times Square with uh, Aku on the big screen all over is like, how, if you can compare it to something in like major league baseball, like how, how does this feel right now? Not comparable at all. <laughs> not, even close, not even close because what seeing Aku in Times Square or Aku at Christie's or Aku, you know, on a headline that says turning into a movie, none of that has to do with me. Right. Like that is all because of the community and all the people. And I think community is like a buzzword, but it's because of the people that believed in it. Yeah. Um, so it's not comparable. I mean, you know, my parents did a lot for me to be able to play baseball at that level. You know, coaches did a lot for me to be able to play baseball at that level. Um, and now, like, it's all people that I've never met, you know, um, have done a lot to get Aku to this level. That There's people, you know, that's what excited me, man. It's like, what I always say is like, at this point, we can go make a movie and, and keep it moving, but that's not what gets me excited. Like, every day I wake up and I'm building out, you know, the roadmap, building out the infrastructures to allow participation, you know. Um, yeah, so and like ultimately, not, I mean, the, the crazy thing is, like, after after building this out long enough, like, it, it's something that can persist, like, beyond beyond your life, which is also just an insane thing, I think, to think just, like, being able to see how this continues to develop. Um, I mean, we're so early into blockchain technology and NFTs are very new. I mean, just in the last six months, more and more people are hearing, but a majority of people have never even heard of an NFT. Um, and so we're just like at the very beginning, Very, we're the pioneers in the space. I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably, I mean, you're early. Um, so let's talk about the technology because so many times people don't understand the technology and let's talk about how this like is a game changer for what the mission of Aku is because I think Aku is like a at at the um on its basic level it's like like you said it's about building a big strong community that all is pushing a narrative that is extremely 
um, important for not only the youth to hear, but also just for to be on the front of people's minds. So every chapter that you put out of this new world is uh, being minted as an NFT. Um, and so one thing that I'm curious about is like, like you said, what does the NFT, the initial NFT, allow you to do and kind of the, the things that you are thinking about for, um, for like the development of Aqua's World? What kind of special privileges does someone that's involved in the community have that someone that doesn't have like an Aku NFT wouldn't necessarily be able to access? Well, yeah, this is where it gets interesting is because of the long-term nature of like, you know, film production you you got some you got really four years to build this out right and it's a lot of momentum now and it's like the most important thing about these chapters and 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 identifying you know or releasing them as an nft was to identify you know like you know the the core the core kind of like i'll call it like a council right um and the idea is that over time that the brand and aku will become you know, recognizable beyond crypto, et cetera, leading up into the film. Mm-hmm. But it's really important that the f- film and Aku in general has the fingerprint of the community on it. Um, and as we grow, I thought it was really important to have a core group of people that were here from the beginning mm-hmm. and that believed in it from the beginning and that saw it from day one um, to be able to fall back on it and, and kind of like, you know, steer it in the right direction. Um, and that's really what NFTs have allowed. And I think eventually, you know, you'll start switching to a model where you start having the Aku token as an underlying, you know, thing that people recognize and, 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 and become a part of. But at the core, you'll always have the the initial it, people that believed in the project and saw it from day one to, mm-hmm. to be able to be that kind of like North Star. Yeah, and I'm curious what you think, because we are so early on, do you think the types of collectors that are currently um, buying Aku tokens, like, is it more, because there's a lot of people that are trying to make money in the NFT space Mm -hmm. as well. So do you you feel like it's like right now there's, you know, people that are buy-in, it's maybe like they look to flip like a token and make a profit, but eventually over years and over time, it's going to get into people that really are, buy the token not because they're just looking to make money uh but because they really believe in like the mission and the vision of what aku is doing well i mean i don't think there's first and foremost i don't think there's anything wrong with people flipping or getting into that i think people right. make that's the people make that you know that's the they do that for a living like I, I, there's nothing wrong with that and i think what's so special about the infrastructures that we're building is it allows people to make money now and get re-entered another time you never know someone's financial situations and why they're flipping or why they need a flip and, and, and things like that. So I think that it's very important to build the infrastructures that can um, allow re-entry at, this, at another point, you know? Um, and so I think with crypto, I think that's what you do have is that common scoreboard, which is you can see the secondary market and these things are liquid, right? Um, and so... I think it's almost like a it's almost a good thing when people are doing that because you get other people involved. You know what I mean? Yeah, I actually love your mindset on that. I mean, you're right. As you, if you have um, a community or if you're building something around it, you're building a stronger base. You're not you're 
the people that um, are going to grow with you are also the initial people that put money into you because they're not going to lose money. They're going to continue to make money and they're going to they're going to believe in what you put out as well. And so I, I do think that's a really interesting take and being able to see like um, you're create you're not only that, but also for people that did believe in you early on. I mean, you want to make them you want to be able to give them that wealth. I mean, I know that in Nifty Gateway, I mean, you were you guys were trending um, to like the highest resale for quite a while on the first token that was minted. I mean, it got insane for a while. And just like like you said, like being able to um, being able to see other people be able to see like the wealth um, generation that people can develop as well, just from being able to believe in what you're doing. That's got to that's got to be um, <laughs> it may not be the initial mission, but it's got to feel good. Well, I mean, the, uh, like what we're building right now and and like behind the scenes is, is it's meant to last for a long time, you know, and I truly believe that Aku beyond NFTs, you know, will still make a great movie, et cetera, and still be a great um, classroom conduit and all that. So really the long-term mission will never be deterred from, you know, someone flipping or, or things like that. That's all, you know, a personal choice, uh, you know, um, by all means, you know, <laughs> right. But it, yeah. And like you said, like if you do, you can always re-enter too. And that's a nice thing about it being such a liquid market. If you, if you sell your Aku token or your NFT, uh, down the road, you may be buying it back. It may be more, but you, it's always, like you said, there's, it's, it's nice to have such a liquid market because a lot of times in art, this it's, it hasn't been that way in tradi in traditional art world. Yeah. I mean, uh, man, I, I mean, yeah. If you can flip it and you can make your money, you got you know bills to pay, you got things to do, do it. You right. Know? We're gonna have opportunities to come back in. You know, we have opportunities to participate in other ways, you know, more accessible ways. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So NFTs also allow an artist really to go direct to consumer, right? There's no third party. They don't have to worry about an art gallery. This is something that's an interesting aspect. If you build a community and a base, you don't really have to worry as much about um, trying to market yourself and finding a manager and a management system. I know that you um, recently signed on to a big management deal. So I was curious at some point it, there still may be a need. Like, I think that's a really important power of this digital technology is you can build it yourself. But if you want to, I was wondering if you want to speak to kind of like, um, like the power of that, but then also like there may also need be a need at some point where you need to uh, develop things further. And, and like, when was the point where you're like, uh, I want to, I want to look for someone that can help build this out. You know, that's why we kind of had that, you know, chapter two was, I mean, chapter one was February 21st, chapter two was April 21st, and now chapter three is, you know, at the end of July. So they had that kind of window and kind of went quiet there because we were kind of had a lot of things moving parts. And that was when I realized, you know, in order to take us to another level and, get the mainstream attention on it to be able to make these moves that we need to make, you have to really push control over a lot of area. Um, and, you know, it doesn't make sense to try to do everything. And with the crypto native infrastructures that need to be put in place, 
while you're still trying to build out the mainstream infrastructures and the mainstream verticals, um, <laughs> there's people that do that really well. And so like signing with CAA, um, they got it. You know, they understood, understood exactly the importance of, you know, doing it the way I, I was thinking about doing it. And they can really take this to another level. And that, again, at the end of the day, will benefit everybody that's, you know, a part of the, 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 the Aqua community. Yeah. So is this something that they, I mean, it's still kind of cool because like you're in control, like you may have the team come to you and be like, Hey, we really see this way we could help build it out. But in the end, like you're, you can decide, you know, I want to, I want to work with this group or I don't like, because you're, you kind of built that community from the beginning. Uh, so was this, was this a, a position where people were coming to you asking to help, um, in, in more ways, or were you actually looking and going out to different um, different areas and looking for that support? Well, it's just become from you know my previous life, had some good relationships, and people, you know, people in the you know mainstream, you know, media and, and all that were very well aware of of Aku, especially after the announcement of the movie deal. Um, a lot of them probably didn't get a chance to understand what I was my vision on it. And so just sitting down, talking through the vision, and, you know, CAA really got that uh, from top down and, and, you know, are ready to rock and roll with the, with the vision. Mm-hmm. I'm so, I'm so curious if you um, would just talk- me, you know, what I enjoy most about Aku is, is say that again. Sorry, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Oh, I was saying uh, what I enjoy and where I really thrive is I have the vision, right? the vision of when it comes to distribution of the film, when it comes to crypto, when it comes to um, creative. So giving, putting people in place that are experts in those areas will just really allow this thing to expand further than just me trying to do everything. Right. Yeah. At some point, even though the, the nice nature of blockchain and the technology is you can build that community from the ground up. And, but when you need it, there's also going to be new people in this community and you see more people partnering artists doing collaborations. Um, we all are going to end up growing together. And so never hesitate, you know, working with someone that can build you and make you even stronger and better because like you said, and I've talked to uh, a couple people on the show about this, everyone has their own unique skill set, So we've got to always remember to help build each other up, uh, in the ways that we, in, in our own growth and our own, um, strengths. So I, I yeah, think exactly. that's awesome. Exactly. And, and, and I said this from day one and, and is that the most, when the, when the film comes out or you're going to start seeing these next chapters here, you're going to see a lot of foot fingerprints from, from other people. And I think that's really important is like one thing I really love about into the spider verse, right. is like, there's so many different artistic elements to it. And I think I really see that about Aku is like, if Aku started crypto natively, then it should embody the crypto native spirit mm-hmm. and, and the ethos of like, it's just people from all over working together. Um, and, kind of replicating that in an artistic sense is is kind of like i think could be really sick (laughs) yeah no i think um i've already seen you know aku has a board ape um i think that's pretty awesome it's just gonna i mean just like pulling in the different communities that are in the space i think are just going to continue to fascinate people in crypto but really just keep getting people excited i mean you have 
I mean, that space alone, you know, with Bored Apes, there's 4,800 unique holders. So here you have 4,800 people getting hyped and jazzed that, you know, it's, this is a small little thing that's in in an artwork. And I mean, I'm, I just saw people going crazy when they saw that. And I think that's the kind of thing, like you, when you, like you said, crypto native people are going to really be the first ones to adopt Aku, but then it just continues to expand as crypto expands. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, okay, I'm going to finish up on this Q&A and then we'll see if you have a little bit of time, I'll pull some people up to ask questions. The last thing I wanted to just give you a chance to share kind of the next steps. If Is there already like, um, is there a date for a movie? Is there any sort of development in terms of things that you can share with the community um, about Aku and the future? Yeah, I mean, so we got some really cool stuff. This has been a really busy month. Um, and we, yeah, development's going well. Um, but a lot of my attention has been on um, this month, the Aku token. Um, and kind of like really building out the world. Um, all this is happening at an incredible pace. And <laughs> I don't, there hasn't been a day off, <laughs> not one. So, Have you released uh, information about the Aku token? Um, or is it still kind bit. of in development? Is this something that, yeah, and if you can't really say, that's fine. Is it something that, like, if you own artwork, you're gonna, it's going to be something airdropped? Or is it something? Yeah, exactly. That's how it's going to exactly. work? Okay. Exactly, exactly. Um, you know, like I always said, like rewarding the ones that, you know, we're here early and that can be the, the, the guiding star, you mm-hmm. know, as we grow and expand. Um, is this and... something too, like eventually like this Aku token will be, will, will start like a, like a DAO? Like well, a... yeah. I mean, well, well, 10% of the Christie's, you know, sale and is going into the, a treasury and we want to just kind of build that up. And then, you know, hopefully you know, the community expands and we can, we can vote on some things that can maybe help people or, or, or maybe some initiatives and, and do some cool stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that we got all that, you know, voting and, and things like that. Um, but what I really, you know, excited about the token is building out, you know, allowing the token to be the, the underlying infrastructure that powers the distribution of and, and product of a T, of TV and film, you know, I think, allowing the, you know, the audience to be in control of the distribution is something that's really interesting to me. Um, yeah, super fascinating to me, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like when you when you think about how uh, entertainment has been structured and like is very top down, um, it doesn't really allow for as much interaction with uh, the community um, in terms of like management deals and uh, contracts and things like that, because you're so busy producing. And this is like, this is like the community is what ends up driving the, like the entertainment. And that's, that's just like an insane thing to think that that's like the future of where we're heading. Yeah. I mean, you know, ETH addresses become the new CRM and that becomes a new distribution, you know, um, when you can directly distribute NFTs, you should be able to directly distribute access to TV and film. Um, you distribute access to TV and film. Now every single wallet becomes a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's crazy. I, mean, I I cannot wait. I think you guys are going to be um, 
really pioneering this the space into like uh, pop culture, you know, like really getting in, getting a movie and starting people that even they don't understand that crypt, like Aku has like this is crypto native, uh, are going to learn uh, eventually uh, just because they're into the movie or they're into these other things that the project are doing. Um, and then they just get interested. So huge congrats to everything that you've done with your team and, and continuing to move forward. Um, I cannot wait to see uh, see how you guys continue to develop. What's the best way for people to follow or learn about what's going on? Yeah, Discord's been great lately. Discord's been really great. Um, Twitter, I'm on Twitter. Um, whatever, I've been quiet for a little bit now. I'm getting back into it. Um, <laughs> we had to we had to expand and grow quick, so <laughs> we back. But Discord, Discord, Discord's where I really just add. And you can get verified based on how many chapters you own it. You know, shared a little preview of, of chapter three and the citizens the other night. Um, so very cool, and they Discord's can f- and they can find Discord from your Twitter the in your uh, on your Twitter page. Exactly. Right on. Go find exactly, Micah's exactly. Twitter and and get in his Discord. Um, I'm gonna have to hop in there actually right after this because I haven't joined there either yet. So I'm super excited to get in. You haven't even joined yet. I haven't, I haven't joined Discord. I don't know why. I mean, I'll tell you why. Oh, uh, you know, with people that are into crypto, it's like I have like a uh, way too many Discords and I cannot keep up at this point. There's just like no, it's no. like there's a Discord no, no. for everything. It's really hard to keep up with everything going on in Discord. Um, 100%. But uh, but no, I haven't. And so now I have a to-do list right after I get off this call. <laughs> All right. Do you have time for a couple questions? If someone in the audience has a, a question for you? Of course. All right. I got Bradley requesting. If at this point in time, if you do have a question, go ahead and ask, uh, to be a speaker, I'll pull you up and you can ask Micah, um, uh, if you have a question about Aku or anything that he's working on. Bradley, thanks for joining the show. Hey, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Micah. Thanks for taking the time to do this. This has been fun to to listen to. Hey, that was a fun uh, Instagram thing you had going on the other day. I it kind of sent a flutter through my heart. You uh, reposted on your story. I was the guy who dreamed that his daughter would never lose a sparkle in her eye. So, uh, mm-hmm. anyways, <laughs> I appreciate you. Appreciate yeah. you reposting that. That was fun, man. Hey, um, you know, forgive me. I'm I'm a little late to this space and, and fairly new, just like uh, everybody mm-hmm. jumping on the bandwagon here. But it's been fun to follow you. I'm wondering, um, have you ever thought about putting, uh, you know, any type of like royalties framework? I don't know for like original token holders or original NFT purchasers, right? To where like each time that particular token is transacted in the future or or that NFT, you know, there's like some royalty sent back to the uh, to the original purchaser. I don't know. To me, it seems like it'd be a cool way to kind of uh, reward earlier supporters or maybe you already have something like that and I don't know about it. Thanks, yeah, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Thank you, Bradley. I mean, one of the, I mean, obviously one of the coolest things about doing everything that we're doing crypto natively is the fact that, you know, in theory, in theory should be able to, you know, redistribute revenue on chain back into the community you get into some issues with, you know, securities and things like that. So I think that like, if this was an ideal world, I would love to be able to, I think it'd be really fascinating to even say like redistribute off chain royalties back into the community, like, you know, movie revenue, product revenue, et cetera. I think that could be an interesting model about participation from all over, you know, I mean, it's not every day you get to invest in, in, in something, you know, that is palatable. Um, 
And I think that the, the biggest hurdle right now is that we're so early that there's no clarity on on a lot of the, the issues with securities and redistribution. It's almost like redistributing dividends, essentially. Yeah, you almost have to pave the space. Like you're, there is no, there's not really something to look back to and be like, wow, they were really successful. Uh, it's yeah, it's yeah. all new. Yeah, yeah, we gotta. It's it's about getting the right, you know, obviously lawyers around you and, and definitely exploring this 100. Um, percent I think we have time. I think we definitely have time. I mean, you know, you got years before the movie comes out, so uh, I think we'll, hopefully we can figure something out. That's awesome. Uh, Micah, I don't have any other requests um, for people to come up on stage. So thank you again for um, hopping on. If you don't follow Micah already, make sure to follow him. Oh, hold on. I've got one more. Um, Micah, someone else wanted to speak real fast. All right. I'm going to pull up uh, Lonnie. And then go ahead, Lonnie. Hey there. Can you hear me? Yep, we can hear you. Hey, Micah. So actually, um, I'm somewhat new to this project and this uh, whole thing as well. I, w I wasn't aware until today that you were, you know, you had a pass in Major League Baseball. Has that um, either just being a player, interacting with agents and teammates and coaches and all that, has any of that prepared you for kind of the way that you've constructed this whole project or that you're going about it? Um, I know you mentioned like CAA. Um, taking you on with helping build this. I just thought that was really interesting. My dad has, you know, was worked in that space uh, for Nike for, for like 17 years. So I'm more familiar than some. And it's just, it's interesting to me to think about all those connections and how this being a completely new space, is there anything applic applicable? Yeah, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. I mean, because, you know, for, not just the relationships that were built up for all those years, but also like, um, I think one thing is one thing is like baseball and, and all that happened, you were able to be privy to a lot of the things that happened, you know, from contracts and, you know, hype and all that. So really the one thing I take from, from my experience doing that is like don't buy into the hype, just keep working. <laughs> you know? Um and, and one thing in baseball I take it I kind of compare it to like when, you know, you're getting I was getting recruited out of high school. Everybody's telling you, you know, you do the best eggs of Swiss cheese and you're all hype on yourself, you know what I mean? As soon as you struggle, it's like, oh, okay, whatever, you know. And so, what I, what I I take this every day in stride, really, and just try to keep a level head about it, and and I'm able to see kind of, you know, through some of the the hype, if that makes sense. Absolutely, that's a great answer. Appreciate that. All right, Micah, thank you again for coming on the show. If you're not following Micah, go follow him on uh, Twitter and make sure to join his discord um also make sure you follow crazy about crypto show so you don't miss any of our guests that we have on the show um uh thanks again micah for taking time like i said i know that you uh you you didn't have to be here but i really appreciate you taking time you you're just like uh just like the space in general as we grow you took a chance on coming on my show without uh really me having no a strong base and i really appreciate that so i appreciate no you taking doubt. time out of your day um if you have time it looks like one more person is requesting we'll do one last question if you have a second of course all right we got rich he's going to come up and ask a question real fast and then we'll end the show remember to follow uh, micah and crazy about crypto show if you're in here uh to keep updated on everything going on and rich go ahead 
Oh, uh, hi there, Micah. Um, congratulations on all the success. I was just wondering if there was a um, general time frame for the release of the movie, uh, what that is, and if you could speak a little bit about the, the video game and if there's a general time frame for when that will come out. Yeah, for sure. No, no, no release on the on the film just yet. Uh, still, <clears throat> those things take forever. <laughs> That's one thing I didn't know going into it, but they take a long time, especially animation. Um, but the video game, yeah. The, so I was playing around with it the other day. It was the play to earn game, uh, and that was just the you know the first way that we thinking about distributing the tokens. Um, and that's super fun, <laughs> super addicting. Um, but the bigger play I'm looking at right now is building out a bigger game. Um, and really leveraging the VR um, space, um, which I think is, you know, if not the present, definitely the future. And so it's almost like a two-step. It's like get, in, get people in with a very palatable game. Um, that's, you know, pretty close to being ready. And then while we're, in, you know, in the background building out this kind of way more expansive and, and challenging metaverse integrated with NFTs, and, and, and I think so. Hopefully, we can get that going and out by, you know, Q2 of 2022. Um, and I'm really excited about that too. Awesome, thank you. All right, Mike. I know you've got big things. You're a busy man. Thanks again no, for no, stopping by. Busy. <laughs> I know you told me that when you said you were going to come on the show. You said everyone's busy, but we. Everybody's I really know busy. you're doing a lot of amazing things with the um, the way you're building out um, Aku. And um, I'm going to get this podcast. If you just joined, I saw a couple of people just joined in the last couple of minutes. Um, I'm going to try and get this up today. So it'll be on crazyaboutcryptoshow.com if you want to listen to um, the interview that Micah and I just did. And uh, we'll have you back on the show again, Micah. No doubt. You did amazing. You did amazing. Hey, I appreciate that. I hope awesome. I, I hope we're just going to build it organically and uh, just like Aku's world, you know, just find people that love to listen about um crypto stories and we're just going to keep building this thing out so i appreciate you taking time and and we'll have you back on soon all right thanks all right have a good one everyone we'll see you on wednesday aj vaynerchuk will be on the show we'll see you on wednesday take care have a good day